Hello and welcome to episode number 245 of the Nerd Proco Podcast. We took so long off and we have covered so many things uh, in this podcast that this most recent uh, get-together that we had to, I had to split the episode into two. It is, the entire episode is three, almost three and a half hours. So this is part one. It is only an hour and a half. That's why you're going to notice there's kind of a... Uh, a, uh, a chop at the end of it. It feels like it just ends uh, because I had to find a place where I could cut it. Otherwise, this would have been a three and a half hour episode. Uh, but yeah, so much that we had to cover. Probably either going to be posting the second part either a couple days after this goes up or next week. Possibly also next week. Uh, possibly with some stuff added on. So yeah, uh, enjoy this. As always, if you like this episode, let us know at NerdProCo on Twitter, NerdProCo at gmail.com. Tell your friends, tell your friends to tell their friends. Let us know you're listening. Uh, as I always say, if we knew uh, for a fact that uh, people were actually listening, to, I, I mean, I do see the numbers, but uh, I haven't heard from anyone. <laughs> so we might be just doing this into the ether. We don't know. If we knew, we might be more motivated to do it on a more regular basis. But in the meantime, enjoy this episode, episode number 245 of the Nerf podcast, the longest catch-up episode ever, also quite possibly the longest episode we have ever recorded, part one. Stay nerdy, y'all. And we are, we are, we are. Hey, hey. Can you hey, hear me? Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Salutations. Oh, man. I'm going to preemptively do this because... How's it going? You, it's are, you are on the red mic. Okay. It it felt like summer the last few days. You know. Yeah. It's been great. Wait. Is that you're coming for your headphones? I heard an echo. Yeah. Oh, that... Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, off, off. Hello, hello. Why is it? Yeah, you're good. We are getting echo thingy. Oh, and also we can shut this off. I might need to fix that and. Okay. Post. Yeah. 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 Well, no, it's. So <coughs> it's always me. Actually, you're better now. Yeah. Well, well, what it was is I had I I was trying to preemptively uh, turn Rich up because he's always lower. Okay. Uh, either because you're not clo- holding the mic close enough, and also, like I'm louder. Eve, just like well, he yeah, could just I mean, talk yeah. normally, and like, <laughs> and we get we get like the red sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it's the teacher voice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So I've I've turned Rich a little bit up, but I think I had you too high. And when when you turn it, you know, you get like the yeah hot mic, so you get a little bit of an echo. Yeah, audio nerd. <laughs> so great way to start. Um, yeah, I'm. You're wearing a Star Wars shirt. I should be. I mean, with all the Star Wars talk that we've been t- discussing. Yeah. I just the third and final season of Picard. I've heard this. It's just again fucking one of, one of those things. Fucking that, amazing. One of those things that I'm gonna have to wait till I'm in a apartment that has Paramount Plus. Okay. I, I won't pay for it myself. But like, it's it, 
I mean, Unless you're like a hardcore Trekkie, there's really yeah. no or, or football fan, there really is no point to watch it or really, owning Paramount I mean, look, Plus. I really like Trek stuff. I love those. Like when I when I was staying someplace that had Paramount Plus, I binged the hell out of, you know, uh, Strange Picard. New World. Picard. I mean, and, and Strange New Worlds. I did the Strange same New Worlds. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Picard this season. I mean, the first two seasons were like mixed, especially the second season. Yeah. yeah. But this second third season, season is just, I mean, I granted, we always say about how Star Wars fans never like change, you know, yeah. or don't appreciate, or they just want the same thing. Trekkies, we just want good shit, you know, yeah. and granted, it's a lot of callback to what we are familiar with when it comes to the next generation. But God damn it, it's been like 30 years or what, 20 what? years since we last seen them together. And they just work so well. well and the, the stakes thing, are I just was, amazing. I mean, we were going to start like way back with him. But now that we're talking, <laughs> we now that now, <laughs> now that it all went out the window. For the hey, no, 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 no. This is what we do all the time. Uh, but I will say, having watched Strange New Worlds and watched Picard, one of the things that they're really they got they're really good at is the balance between fan service essentially of like the yeah. old stuff and doing new stuff like they they hit a really good balance also like I was listening to I just started listening to I don't know I guess somehow the video clips of inside of you with Michael Michael Rosenblum Rosenblum mm-hmm. yeah the the guy he's the voice from, of, from Smallville. Smallville and the voice of the Flash and a bunch yeah. of other stuff uh Great podcast. It's actually he, a yeah, great podcast. Yeah. yeah, he has, and also because like he just has all of his buddies on. But he had one of his his most recent guest was Brett Spiner, talking, and he was just like, it didn't occur to me really, but I should have known. And of course, when you watch the show, you get this. They're all actually friends with each other. <laughs> like they travel. Like when they do cons, they all travel together. Like, like. It's not necessarily like some of those are like even the original Trek cast aren't like the next generation cast are all really good friends. All of the main Great cast chemistry. are all super like and Brett Spiner was just like, no, 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 two, two. It was just like, was there anybody? He's like, no, 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 two, like, like the whole crew, the whole main cast, like they're all really close to yeah. each other. And I was like, oh, okay, that totally. And he was just like, when they were asking, like, when he was asking him, it was like, you know, coming back to it, he was, you know, after 30 years, it's like, well, well, look, we we never stopped talking. To, so it's just like we can slip into it really easily. Not just the character. I mean, the characters are, are one thing of, like, you haven't played this character in 30 years, so you still have to do it. But there's just like, it's not like they have to, it, they haven't seen all of the rest of the cast in 30 years. They're just... It's like, oh, I worked with you for however many seasons, Next Generation. A bunch of us have seen each other for Picard. We can just jump right back into this. Because this between those shows, they're they're shooting the shit. They're interacting with each other. They're really honestly close with each other. That's why I love that show because yeah. that chemistry that's just why permeates the fans everywhere. Love this show so well because when you have a cast that's ge- that genuinely, you know, enjoy spending time together on set or off 
that makes all the difference. It also and it doesn't hurt that Frakes is actually a really good director. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't I mean, hurt. Like, um, and he's directed a handful of like the original Next Generation episodes. He's directed a bunch of the Picard episodes. Like it's like he's actually really good. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm blanking on his name right now. The guy who plays Jordy. Reading Rainbow. LeVar uh, Burton? Burton. Shame on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old. Um, but his daughter is now... Playing his is, daughter. Is, is, is his <laughs> yeah. daughter on the show. And it's not like they are... She's unfamiliar with the cast. They all know each other because they saw her grow up yeah. on set. You know, so it was great just to like see them. Because I, I listened to the Will Wheaton after show that sure. they have. Yeah, yeah. And he, he had both... Uh, the his real daughter and the actor who plays his daughter as well on the show and it's just so great you know um and yeah this with all this talk about like Star Wars that we've been talking about I just I don't think I've mentioned like this season of Picard and Star Trek and it's just been phenomenal yeah and Brave New Worlds was like I said I, d- I you know what it was I had Paramount Plus very temporarily because Dan wanted to watch Halo and. And Halo, <laughs> Halo was a ma- yeah, yeah. He, he was, wah, wah. is yeah, is rubbing that his hurt. forehead and just, yeah. I well, tried to watch it, but God, damn I it. I will I will say that as crappy as Halo was, having Paramount, it was worth it to have Paramount Plus temporarily, even though the whole purpose of it was to watch Halo, and Halo was a piece of crap. It was worth it because Strange New Worlds and Picard were so good. Yeah, I had. I had Paramount for like a month before it became Paramount when it was CBS All Access. Yeah. And I hate only it. only because <clears throat> I wanted because my, my dad and I we wanted to check out the brand new Twilight Zone oh, series okay. from uh what? Peel? Yeah, 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 Peel, yeah. Which yeah. actually I have yet is now. To watch that. It's it's now it, on it's, it's now on AMC. I think. Yeah. Or sci-fi. I can't, I can't yeah, remember which. They run, it's part of the Twilight Zone marathon on sci-fi. Correct. Okay. okay. And they cool. they include the new ep- the new season episodes, yeah. but it it wasn't it wasn't it. Well, he's know. like curating it. It's he's not. And he's like an executive producer. He's not like directing uh, the episode. Like I get where where some of the those episodes were kind of knowing Peel. Like a much of it are social commentary. Mm-hmm. Like his films, but I felt that where it fell short is that they they didn't they didn't really capture the essence of Twilight Zone as enough at least. So that's where to me, if well, well, the re I mean the the this is the third time that they've reboot. Well, second time they've rebooted it. Yeah. Uh, This the first time they rebooted it was not great either. They try no. I think this is you were right the first time. I think this is the third. The they third? did try to reboot it in the eighties. They tried to reboot it in the nineties, ah, and now okay. Peel tried to do the same. I know that. I, I know they also did an Outer Limits. Well, a part of that is, and it, again, like huge tangent, but it doesn't. Ah, it's fine. Outer Limits. I actually enjoy that show. The nineties Outer Limits is not good, but there. I, I did. I, I enjoyed again, it. As, we were I, we were discussing like bad but good mm-hmm. things the the 90s outer limits is definitely bad but but supremely entertaining what i was going to say is i mean why i was really why everyone was really excited about jordan peele maybe picking over it. and the problem was that he, i think he was busy making 
uh, amazing other movies. Amazing movies, yeah. Uh, so he couldn't be involved with necessarily the writing or the the direction. Uh, one of the things that made the original Twilight Zone, even though those are all wildly uneven too, totally. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that that made like that to a certain extent, like there was a was that Rod Serling wasn't just the host. He was one of the primary writers. Yes. And if you know it, like, you want to find out about just, like, amazing dudes. Not just as, like, sci-fi guys, but, like, guys who are just, like, you know, social justice people. Like, really vocal was social. fascinating. The, yes. Re- and, 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 and you know how when, when you have someone from that who's, like, a, a white dude from that generation – as much as they might have like social justice, there's there's usually also some problematic stuff in there. He had like n- he's like one of those few examples. Of, like he had like none of that. Uh, yeah, it's you know, one of the guys very early on fighting for like ra- racial equality, not just on the shows he was working on, but outside of it, like pay equity for like. Like all, all all kinds of stuff that was like way ahead of anyone else. I know what he was even talking about. Yeah, uh, and also just like, like you want to go out of like an, a a guy a person who kind of gives gave you a gave you like a little bit of hope for humanity. Go on like a Rod Serling like rabbit hole. And also like military, pre- like one of those dudes who was just like when a bunch of the other people were like you know. Getting deferments, he went in the whole, and a, apparently like horrible things happened to him in in the war. And like, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I I'm getting some of this like a little fuzzy and and wrong, but but like, I've heard, listened to a couple of podcasts about him, like shows about him, read about him, and he just like the more stories you hear about him, you're just like, oh, oh shit, holy shit, like, oh wow, he was, yeah, very and. Like, he did a lot considering he didn't live long. Yes, exactly. Yeah. He, unfortunately, you know, uh, shortly after Twilight Zone ended, you know, he... Night Gallery was yeah. one of the last... Yeah, Night Gala- Gallery was like the horror sort of... Mm. And he was... And yeah, is... And also just some of the stuff like about show business. like, And he was also just one of those people who just like... I don't care. I'm going to say these things because they are the right thing. Mm-hmm. Whether or not, like, the – and, like, Night Gallery, apparently, like, famously, and to a certain Oh, extent, life before social media. Yeah. Twilight Zone. Like, he had fights with, like, the, stu- with, like, the studio and the, the television network. Yeah, it's – and he was never, like – I would it, – it'd be – yeah, before social networks. It'd be interesting to see, like – what someone like Rod Serling would would be doing or actively and <laughs> avoiding social media? Who knows? But yeah, um, yeah. Sorry about that tangent. No, um, no, no. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was gonna. Have, we have so much stuff to talk about. Um, it was inevitable that so like we were gonna miss. I we probably would have missed the fact that I completely forgot that Picard. Had yeah, I just had to because after the last episode, I'm like, this shit is amazing, and all we've been doing is talk about Mando. Mando's granted it had a really great last episode but it's been hit or miss mm-hmm. this season. Picard has been solid throughout this yeah. the third season. Yeah. I also this is 
we had a kind of discussion about the second season. We were talking about Picard, uh, and this is a sad thing to say, but I think they're throwing everything against the wall for this final season because they don't know how much longer they're going to have Patrick I mean, Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you could say, we were talking about it in season two. You could just see it. You're just like, oh, boy, he's old. He is. is he, he is. Wait, is he... He's in his like mid eighties, more or less. Oh, to the cell phone. <laughs> we have phones. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so let's get started with what Ant Man. Ant Man. Yeah. Okay. We'll go as far All as right. As um, now, before we talk about the film, we can't avoid the massive elephant in the room, which is Jonathan Majors, and once again, I mean. As a Flash fan, I'm kind of used to having actors misbehave badly with Ezra Miller. Um, but Warner Brothers have, I mean, it's just, this is going to be a final movie with him. But Marvel, they're yeah. fucked. Yeah. You think? I mean, what do you do? I mean, first of all, if you guys have your head in the sand, he was accused of... Um, domestic violence, yes, right? Yes. Um, um, shortly after the release of Ant-Man, and I don't know what his status is right now, but I've heard reports where Disney's contemplating removing him, you know, moving wow. forward. And what does that do what with this current what phase? What do you do? Yeah. He's like the big bad. Well, here's what i will say we can say what do you do but what do you do is wakanda forever different circumstance you like, can't you need him mm. he, 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 there are many shows and movies that feature him sure or i don't know i feel like a sh- I feel shitty. Do you think Disney just like let shit, you know, stay quiet? Hopefully the uproar dies well, well, down. Well, kind of like what Warner Brothers is doing. Well, no, 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 but here's, here's, here's the thing. Here's the reason why I bring up Wakanda forever is yes, they've set up John Majors as Kang to be the big bad for the new all the stuff that they're working on. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, they could go the route of hoping this blows over the under rug, hoping like whatever trial ends up happening, you know, or the there are two reasons why I bring up Wakanda forever is they did know that Chadwick Boseman was sick, or maybe the, I can't remember the details of it. They didn't know... Chadwick was incredibly private, from what yeah, I understand. Yeah. They did not... They did not... Pl- they had planned a bunch of stuff for him to be in, including these new Avengers movies. They had to shelve and rethink, rewrite, redo a bunch of... They had, to re- they had to reshoot a bunch of stuff for Wakanda Forever because of that. They had to rewrite and reshoot stuff for Wanda Forever. They had to pro- very likely reset a bunch of the movies or scripts that they were working on for later to 
either acknowledge or like now that they set up that the son is also named T'Challa, mm-hmm. they're I think they're hoping that enough pat time passes that by the time we hit the Avengers movies that you can have an adult T'Challa. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. So there are two possible, and these are not great solutions. And look, I am, I am sp- wildly speculating based on zero information. But uh, they could very e- – they could uh, – like the one situation is hoping that it goes away and that in 18 months or whatever, by the time the Avengers movies come out, there are hope because of that whole like collective memory, social memory for everyone is about 18 months. And it's not going to be eight. It's going to be longer than eighteen months before those Avengers movies come out. Or you could maybe you could do all the other stuff, and you don't have to have him in anything else. Well, there's into, Loki. Yeah, but you could. There's way with Loki. There's ways to get around that. Yeah, you could, agreed. You could. You could. You could. Uh, show like images of him and like that statue, and never have him physically appear in the series. That's one way you could do it. The other way, yeah, but and again, this how is, is that possible? Because it's set up with Kang taking over. Yes, you would need that unless you recast. You could, you Kang. Could, you could re, you could rewrite it so that he doesn't have to physically appear in it. The other not so great solution, but they could definitely go this direction. Is they're all variants. We saw the variants. Oh, that's right. The variants at the end of Ant Man. They don't all look – they're all Jonathan Majors, but they definitely don't all look alike. They could conceivably say that the, the – they and it's again, this is not a great solution, but it's definitely a direction they could go in. Mm-hmm. They, could, they could explain it away the same way they explained away in the, t- the, the sequels to The Matrix. Why does the Oracle look different? Yeah. There's all kinds of dumb there's all kinds of smart ways and but the most obvious way to fix it is to just go why do these variants not look like the other ones? It's like well because they're variants. Yeah. It's a really yeah. And we already have that with it's a really Sylvie. Yeah. You know, it's has really already established easy, that the variants don't have to solution, look like. It. But it's a but direction it's, they could go. Yeah, in, but you know what you I mean? Like, unfortunately don't it's like trading away your best player for of another course. guy. I mean, look, You're not. There's no guarantee that whoever you cast will cast do a is, as is, good of a is, job is as Jonathan Majors. Yeah, of course, but again, I don't think you have you you don't have good solutions. You have solutions that you hope work. At this point, I th- I don't know. Um, I don't know what's going. I mean, happen. look, he was. Great as a villain in Ant Man, possibly the best part of that movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, because I mean that movie was Ant Man. Was Ant Man? You know, was fun, but they're, you know, him and Modok. You know what? <laughs> I don't. I, don't I think that movie got Modok than other people did. I liked Some it. I liked it. it. Liked it. it was good for. I mean, unlike for Love and Thunder, I think the humor is well balanced. Where yes. it's not, it's like uh, it's 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 sprinkled throughout uh, throughout well in this movie, uh, unlike uh, Thor and Love and Thunder, where it's like it it hits home. It's like there's a good story. It's serious. 
ish, not too serious. Yeah. Um, but I I thought that compared to the most recent Marvel films, I sure. thought this was one of the better ones. Yeah, it was one of the better know. ones. And also, so so just for anyone who's bitchy, and like, it's better than the, because I feel that with the Ant Man films, like this is the best one of the Ant Man films. And granted, I think there's a ceiling. Sure. For these fi- for these yeah. Ant-Man movies, yeah, yeah. I'm not expecting them to be like Civil War or anything like that. No. Yeah, They're yeah. good, fun movies where, I mean, it's Paul Rudd. You know, I'm just expecting like a good time uh, with it. And That's why you, you, it's also why they did Scott Lang Ant-Man and not Hank Pym Ant-Man. <laughs> Hank Pym Ant-Man is a piece of shit. Is, is, that man's a problem. Not just because he, he's fucking like drunkenly abuses his wife but because he fucking created Ultron and then and then tried to fix it in a bunch of not so great ways either so yeah I I agree it was it was fun it wasn't perfect right so my one of so one of my peeves with Ant-Man was that um, what's his name the uh Hank Pym, played by Michael Douglas, mm-hmm. was pretty under underutilized. I mean, he was the, he was the bus driver essentially, right? I mean, to be fair, I mean, aside from well, the like the first two films, I mean, it's, I mean, w- is he that important? You know, that's in this that's, in this that's movie the theory, that's the point I was making about like they've already chosen that they're gonna. That Scott Lang is gonna be, yeah. Hank Pym is a much more important part of the comic book universe. Once you've basically said, okay, Scott Lang is gonna be our Ant Man for the MCU, you have to sideline Hank Pym yeah. because, and and again, because you've made the decision that you don't want to deal with, and this is almost weirdly with the Jonathan Majors in the real life things with Jonathan Major is like. You almost like is like you have to either recap and explain it away in a dumb way. That way you. It's but like, keep in mind, the movie Hank Pym is not the same. No, as the, the comics. No, no, you know. So, I mean, granted, to be honest, a lot of the adults and kids probably have not read a lot of these no. comics, so they probably don't know or are aware of you know the history with Hank Pym and his troubling background um so it's just like i don't weird, weird weirdly it's the same issue with like why they i mean incredible hulk was an okay movie but it's why you can't there are some great bruce banner hulk comic book stories some of the best ones they are never going to do in the MCU. They could always adapt. I mean, re- remember, the MCU has its own flavor. It's own, you know, it's it's, yeah. it's it's not I mean, they could take elements they, of I mean, those never, comics. Like, like I said before, they're never I don't think they're ever going to do Immortal Hulk cuz that that story it's too fan- soon. You have it's, to- Yeah, it's fantastic, but it's that shit crazy. Um, I mean, uh, if anything, you could probably story. do it's a, like it's a horror story. Is what maybe is. future imperfect. Maybe, maybe yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, um, they've unfortunately gave Thor, um, World World Hulk, uh, Hulk, uh, no Planet Hulk, 
Uh, but you could do something with World War Hulk, well, where it, I Hulk mean, becomes a be, villain. He might be going back to that, because in order for them to do at the end of She Hulk, remember they in, they it's 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 po- <laughs> it's posed as a joke. I'll give you that, but uh, but they do bring in his kid, and I think that's even though it's it's a joke in that last episode. I think that that's a minor setup that, it, and because the the Fantastic Four are going to show up, uh, I think it. And they've already but established the Illuminati. Marvel doesn't even have rights to any of the Hulk films, so they can't do a standalone film. Wait, featuring what? They, what? They I don't, don't know. I'm not saying like a standalone film. I'm saying okay. something like Civil War. Same. Yeah. Going back to your question, Marvel does not have rights to distributing Hulk films because Marvel made deals back in the 90s to avoid bankruptcy they they've sold almost, movie almost, rights yeah. to I they've think Universal got, they've almost got all of it back except for Incredible Hulk which is why Incredible yeah. Hulk is the only MCO movie that is not on Disney yeah. Plus and Spider-Man Spider-Man it's owned by Sony yes yeah yeah, yeah. I didn't know that about yeah. Hulk yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So they don't have. So, so if Hulk? they, if they, I think Universal or I think it's Universal. Yeah. yeah so yeah, if I they think, were to oh, make a movie, they have to get permission from Universal to distribute it, and Universal well, most they likely will. Well, could just strike the, the similar deal like what the what Marvel did with Sony. But Spider-Man is more of an important character, I guess, uh, to yeah, their yeah. plans. If they than were the Hulk ever is. going to do a World War Hulk, which. Am I imagining things, or was that on the slate somewhere? For no. the okay, maybe not. No, uh, I think it might have been at some point, and then they might. I think they had to scrap it. Uh, but I think they do. I I do think they want to do World War Hulk, but it's it's it might not be called World War Hulk. It might be something that is folded into like Fantastic Four or something. That, like that. will be down the down line, the line. Yeah, once yeah. they've established other characters and established you know, change the Hulk, to be honest. I mean, granted, small, smart Hulk is cool and funny, yeah. but Hulk is not a nice character, especially compared to the other heroes. And I'd like for MCU to make Hulk less Disney. Yeah. He's It'd be really... Mm, so, so too Mickey Mouse, like in my what, opinion. I mean, if you go back and you read, like... They scrapped it, especially when they like they parted ways with Ed Norton. But every time someone asks Ed Norton about like the Incredible Hulk, he's just like, there was a whole, there was a series of three movies. And when you hear like read about what what he thought he was gonna because he was gonna be like a producer on it, he was gonna do that whole like, if not like because Immortal Hulk hadn't come out yet, but there was definitely like an arc that was going in a very different direction, and I was like, nope, nope, nope. We this is that's not the direction we want to go. That's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Oh, so uh, that's why he had to, he had to part ways with them, or or rather, they had to part ways with him. It so from way the way he's described it is there. It's it's interesting, like similarly to the way Jeremy Renner has described it. It was just like, there was what he was, there was what he thought in like the, the bill of goods Mm -hmm. that he thought he was getting into. And then what they actually ended up doing with the character. 
And Edward Norton is actually was more involved, whereas like he was actually going to be a producer and being he was going to be much more involved with it. And then they decided, they, and this was like pre Disney buying it. And when that stuff started to, it seemed I think this was post uh, Incredible Hulk. Like that, I think that deal with Disney was already it hadn't happened yet, but it was. Oh it yeah, was I forgot that was before it Disney pre Disney buying it. But I think that might have been in the air. And the impression I got was just like, this is the direction we want to go with everything. And uh, what we were going to do with you and what you signed on with, that's not really the direction we're going with. And Edward Norton being the person that he is, uh, another one of those people who just like, depending on who's talking, he's either difficult to work with or just like, no, he just you know he just knows what he wants to do, yeah. and he's like, there was no like animat like he was just like, okay, if that's what you are gonna do. It wasn't like he was it, it the way he paints it, it was like it wasn't like he was fired, or there was some big dispute. It was more like parting just, of ways. I mean. Granted, I mean, like, what, like, eh, right. what they did I with the Hulk is anymore. definitely not something he would have been down for. No. You know, and yeah. plus, because it's Disney and Feige, he would have to relinquish all control and direction yeah, of yeah. the character and where the movies would go. And, you know, unfortunately, Feige and Disney's a uh, fucking machine. They don't yeah, yeah. give people or their actors unlike unless you're like Robert Downey Jr. or Chris Evans much control so it's like it's it was smart for him just in part ways because it's not the Hulk where they that they established is not the Hulk that he signed up for as you said yeah, yeah. and also they ended up just uh, because of the rights they ended up not doing more than one movie yeah, I always wondered that. Like, I was I would have loved to have seen because I think with the first Hulk movie Marvel had this deal with Universal, so that's yeah, why yeah. they, yeah. they like went I through. I would have loved to have seen a, a, a another Hulk movie played by Mark Ruffalo. Like a standalone. I don't know. I'm not even... Uh, I, mean, I don't think even he wants to do that. Like yeah. it's So, I, there's a handful. Of, so, yeah, I mean, look. Ant-Man, Quantumania, like, uh, it, it got pretty harshly shit on i don't think it got i don't know i mean may, by critics yeah, yeah but i, I think, don't think it necessarily deserved to be shit on as hard as it did audience liked it yeah i think a lot i saw it with uh, a buddy and kit and his kids they loved it i of mean course, it's yeah. like for the movie is it it is what it is it is for kids and guys and parents who like some of the funny jokes um but i think it as a kids movie you know and granted a lot of the marvel movies are kids movies um it was fun you know and yeah. you know it worked out so i feel that the audience received the movie pretty well i mean yeah. compared to the critics i will i will also say and when we're talking about i mean there are there are the two act the three actors in it i mean john major's personal life aside that dude is a presence on screen, yeah. Like no matter what he's doing, like he's, he's just like I was like, oh, that guy. Who's that guy? 
Um, it oh, I okay. We'll talk about Ant Man, but I, very quick aside. Even though I haven't seen the movie, there is one movie. There is one actor in this movie. That I will get to that in a second. Uh, and Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is always fun. Doesn't even really matter what he's in. To be perfectly <laughs> honest, be great. <laughs> he's fine. Uh, and Michelle Pfeiffer is another one of those people who's just yeah. like, mm. who's oh. just like. See, she was sh- uh, in the sh- she. She shined in every scene she was in. I will say, just in general, like when I when I was talking about Jonathan Majors, just going way back and and still now Michelle Pfeiffer, and it's not just like, you know, a lot of people. I are always talking about how attractive she is. Uh, I'm not a skinny, wafy girl, woman type person. I'm more, despite what my dating record would be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Eve, so just to clarify, Eve, Eve made a... Dude, Eve made a, dude. Eve made a Rich, Rich, Rich. Like Rich a shovel <laughs> to get yourself out of this hole? Uh, Eve, made a, Eve made an eyebrow thing. Based on your precedence. Uh, uh, ba- yes. <laughs> We will not be talking too much about my personal life on this podcast. You really want to keep going down this road? No, 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 no. I will just say that there are there are two movies. Nose growing. <laughs> the lies coming from his there mouth. There are two movies that I thought Michelle Pfeiffer was very attractive in. Batman Returns is, is not one of them. That doesn't mean that I don't think she's attractive. What I'm saying is that she's another one of those people that Aside from a, like her physicality, she's a presence. She is. Absolutely. Oh yeah, she was. A, yes. She's. I mean, every single movie she's in that I've seen her in, mm-hmm. uh, like Batman Returns. She's. I mean, as much as Danny DeVito chews scenery in Batman Returns, she steals. She held movie. her own. I actually she held like her own DeVito. very well. In, I, in I, returns, you're one of those people. I disagree, but I understand. Wait, what I, I completely I, understand. I didn't. I didn't like his. I mean, I like Danny DeVito as an actor. Don't get me wrong, but like his the as the, pe- as the penguin? his depiction of the penguin in that, Batman Returns. That movie has some goofy elements that yeah. don't hold up. That being said, I love him in that movie. Tim Burton, but, but I yes, exactly. It's Tim Burton. But I completely yeah, I, understand. Yeah, it's Tim Burton that I'm I'm referring to, and, uh, and less so Danny DeVito. Married to the Mob. She's. Fa- Everyone's fantastic in Married to the Mob, by the way. If you have ne- if you haven't seen Married to the Mob, fucking watch Married to the Mob. Uh, Mercedes Rural is also fucking incredible in that movie. Uh, Witches of Eastwick, it, oh, yeah. if you haven't seen Witches of Eastwick, please, my please watch that movie. You realize why everyone thinks that also... That's with Jack, right? It's Jack Nicholson, mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer, Susan Sarandon, mm-hmm. and Cher all mm-hmm. like... They kill it in that movie, and they're all. I mean, that cast at the height of like them beat being that cast. Like, I don't know how people. If you don't understand why people think Cher is hot, go back and go watch Witches of Eastwood in her prime. Or, or Moonstruck, and you're like, oh, oh okay. yeah. Moonstruck, yeah, you're yeah, like, oh, that's a... okay, I get it now, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the acting. I mean, the great thing about the Ant Man movies it's just like the cast is just great yeah i just they're top notch they they do their roles exceptionally well um and on top of that they they just like they work well they're able to adapt 
you know, to this movie franchise. Um, and also you just have, like, ringer, like, cast members. You have, uh, in the previous movies, you have, to a lesser extent, you have, you have David Dismalshin. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have uh, Michael Pena, who's... Well, to be, I'm kind of pissed. Michael Pena wasn't in this new one. Yeah, that's the problem. They're not in this one. But you have. I missed him. I I thought he was great. From uh, from the Good Place, whose name I always draw a blank on. Uh, He played the. Oh, the telepath. I didn't watch the Good Place, but Uh, I know you're talking about. You have the chick from who's also on Mando, whose name I'm also drawing a blank on. Her character was Elia Kane. I forgot. I. Yeah, yeah, and and also uh, the voice the I. Again, I'm. I we Google of uh, the guy but, with the holes. Yes, he's a comedian. Yeah, I'm. Fuck. Hold on. I'm We're old wait. senior moments. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> We're gonna have to Google this. But like, but again, like side characters and and, and also stunt casting of Bill Murray. Whatever. Uh, Bill uh, Murray's. That was good. weird. That I'm glad I don't pay attention to the internet because I got surprised by that and. Even well, though it was, was short, he just, it's Bill Murray. He's just yeah, fucking but he, great he, in they, it. That was not a surprise. They showed him on the trailer. I didn't even see the trailers. Yeah. They showed I him don't on the trailer, watch so trailers, was, man. I like to was, go which in. Which was dumb because why, why give, you know, if he's supposed to be a surprise character, don't include him on the trailer. You should said, not have seen the trailer. And Well, I watch every trailer. Gosh. But that being said, his inclusion was completely inconsequential. Oh no! It was consequential. It's Bill Murray. He was like perfectly smarmy and gross. I just loved it. I guess you yeah. know it's uh, you know I, I mean it's Bill Murray. It's like anytime you could get like a a, a fraction of him, it just makes the movie just so that we much have, better. So uh, Katie M. O'Brien, who is yeah, Katie O'Brien, yeah. Who, 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 I love it. When we went to see Ant Man, both we saw her, and, and both Eve and I were like, Who is that? Yeah. Um, William Jackson. William Jackson. From The Good Place? Yes. Uh, and who is the. The voice of the Holds guy. It, uh, hold on. While we wait. <clears throat> Going back to the beginning of our podcast, Patrick Stewart is 82 years old. Oh, yeah. That dude's yeah. fucking old. Yeah. Shat- he's Shatner's older. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That for sure. But yeah, he doesn't know, look ev- it compared to. Evangelino Lily is eh. William Jackson Harper. Yeah, I would say Anne. That's, I mean, she's solid. But the thing is, her character was not as, was not featured as much compared to uh, the original Wasp and Cassie Lang, sure. you know, so with all with she the, was also okay. The, the, the girl I like Cassie. Cassie. Actually, yeah. I thought she was great in this yeah, movie. Yeah. Um, I think with how big the cast is, you know, some characters had less of a role, but it's not because of the actor. It's just like that's what the movie called for. Um, but yeah, this. I mean, I feel that it was fun, but I think. The issue with Marvel moving forward is they need to recalibrate, yeah. you know, where um, they need to figure out what they how to get to where they need to as soon as possible. Because right here, all of these movies and TV shows are stepping stone 
to the shit that really does matter. I mean, granted, we love the Avengers because of certain characters. Sure. Not everyone, certain characters sold it. And Marvel has yet to touch the big hitters. I mean, they only had a small snippet of Spider-Man. But imagine Marvel with the Fantastic Four, especially with great actors. Yes. Imagine fucking Marvel with the X-Men. Right now, the thing is, we have not gotten there. Yeah. We can't. We can't hit fast forward to that. So right now, this is a slow uh, and, and, plod and, and into you, getting there. Speaking of like Marvel movies, have any of us seen the preview for the Marvels? I enjoyed it. I do. I, I actually, I, I actually, yeah, I, 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 re, I liked it a lot more than I thought it would be, and not because of Captain Marvel, but no. because of Ms. Marvel. This is what I was, was going to say. She's I think fucking awesome. She is gonna make that. She's the one who's gonna make that movie work more than any of the cast or any of the other people in it. And look, I have no problem with I. Despite all the shit that she gets, I actually like Brie Larson. I think the problem is not Brie Larson. The problem is is that Captain Marvel is, is a shitty character. Captain, well, Captain, it's a shitty character. N- well, Marvel n- n- forced this character we know, on we, us. We've had this conversation. Cat, this. The same problem with Captain Marvel is is the problem that you have with Carol Danvers, and the problem that you have with Carol Danvers is the same problem you have with Hal Jordan in the DC Universe. Neither of those characters, they are only as good as the people they are playing off. So Hal Jordan, and, and look, as much as there are other a million other problems with the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern, one of the problems with Hal Jordan Green Lantern is Hal Jordan Green Lantern is it sounds like it would be appealing, but it's actually not. It's what if Maverick from Top Gun was given a power ring? But, and unfortunately, that's not actually a great character. But here's the thing. The, the difference is Hal Jordan has always been an established character that has a huge fan following. Captain Marvel was shoehorned because of decisions by Disney to pigeonhole this but, character but moving forward as the their version of a Superman. And guess what? This Superman is a woman. You know? So it wasn't an organic thing the way Ms. Marvel was organic. They're, 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 that will also, That's my I, biggest issue. I will it's also, politics I will, down the side without letting the fans prop up these characters. I, but I will also say that Carol Danvers in the comic books is not... Is a dick. She's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like her? At, with what we saw from Civil War Two, huge dick, not likable, and then you prop her up in the she, MC movies. Not that you hate the character, is, she's but also, she's not that she's also compelling. The, she's also the, the opposite number, I would say, to the discussion that we've had about Captain America. Is Captain America is better... Because we've had this conversation when he has other characters to play off of, which is why I think the Marvels is going to be a better, more entertaining movie than Captain Marvel. Because you have Ms. Marvel to play off, you have Photon to play off. Like Carol Danvers is. But not- at the end of the day, you like Captain America. At the end of the day, you sure. know who he is. You like him, whether or not you're well, a fan of the comics well, or you are. You are somewhat aware of pop culture, and you know who Captain well, well, America I, I, is. I also, you don't know who Captain Marvel is. Well, here's what I'll also say: you also like Steve Rogers. 
Uh, it's one of the problems that you have now that you're replacing it, 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 this with is Sam Spider-Man Wilson. thing. It's well, the underdog. You know, with Sam Wilson is that Sam Wilson is is unfortunately not as likable. I'm not. I'm, I I don't. Sam, I agree with that you. Costume, as, yeah, that costume. The costume. Is is, the costume is doesn't stupid, work yeah. in the comic books. It works even worse on screen. That being said, Sam, like race completely aside, just as a character, Sam Wilson is not as Compelling a character, and they shoehorn him as the next Captain America. When I feel that Bucky was Mm -hmm. a better character and a better Captain America because of his background, he had as a character he has a better arc than Sam Wilson. And I'm all for representation, but to be fair, it was just forced and it didn't stick in the comics. I'm gonna see something that may be controversial but i think part of the problem with carol danvers and uh, a lot of the marvel the, initiative in the last few years part of the problem with captain marvel is brie larson i don't see i disagree I, with that. no no, no, don't, let me, no i'm asking let okay, me elaborate let me elaborate brie larson is a very good actor I just think that she is too much of a grade-A actor to play that character. Wait, what do you mean by that grade-A actor? I think, she, I think she's, in a, she's a phenomenal actress. And, but yeah. I, I think that... On par with Keanu Reeves, maybe slightly better as an actor at, compared to no, Keanu I've Reeves? Seen, I've, no, no, no. I've seen her in, in much more serious, dramatic, you know, like, okay. like Oscar bait films... And her performances have always She's been... She's not a superhero. Correct. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. Yes. That, that <laughs> That's what <laughs> I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got what you were getting at. I was like, like yes. It's the same comparison as Andrew Garfield playing Spider-Man. Like, the amazing better, Spider-Man... Better, better, exper- better, actually, I think, better analogy, Edward Norton. Correct. Edward That's Norton what I'm getting at. Banner. Yeah, you yeah. have, like, very high talent actor playing a superhero and it doesn't it doesn't always work and i don't i just don't think that brie larson was the right pick uh, but robert downey jr high talent actor not the same not the same not the same it's the actor i mean do well well, the actor yeah but at the portrays the character at the time he was picked at the time he was cast as iron man it was actually a huge risk. Well, yeah, I know. But his talent was still grade A, even better than Brie Larson or probably Edward Norton. But let's let's. I want to clarify, though. Yes, Robert Downey Jr., but you have to understand that, like, so there are really high-quality actors who can who can – Robert Downey Jr., the, the reason why he works as Iron Man is that Iron Man... Is him. Yeah, that's it. Tony Stark but is a, him. He, but th- yeah. there's that. And, and more than any of the other, especially, especially, I think Rich was making the point that much more early on, is that, like, you have the actor who can play, like, he's playing Tony Stark more than he's... And I, Iron Man is a suit. Captain America... Steve Rogers, Chris Evans, just as much like the hero as a like Tony Stark because of the nature of what the type of hero he doesn't have superpowers. 
he's just a super intellect and he's like I think that I think yeah, Robert Downey Jr. is 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 a false comparison. There there are actors who are incredible actors, but they're not necessarily the right type of person to play a well, superhero. I don't know, but I think it's it's just the I'm charisma. I'm not necessarily di- disagreeing that like as far as because like, I, I feel that with Chris would. Evans, I mean, if you exclude the physique, Chris Evans does a good job portraying you know Steve Rogers. He's got the charisma, but it was perfect. My issue with Brie Larson and a lot, she's kind of flat. Both the characters flat, and her portrayal she's is not flat. She's a superhero. I, I think she's working with what she has, yeah. meaning Correct. a character yes, that agreed. sucks. Yeah, I'm, I, I that's my opinion. I think it's a little bit of both. I try to. She is not a superhero, and she's doing the best with what she's given. And this character is not given that much because yeah, it's it's the the character is a weak character. You sure. know, unlike what other. Whatever else Marvel is offering, I mean, you look at uh, Peter Parker. You could get so many different actors portraying the character, but if they're a good actor, it's the character that the underdog mentality that makes you want to feel for Peter Parker, whoever is donning the suit. You don't care about Carol Danvers. As a result, you hate Brie Lawson. As a result of that, I will also say, I liked Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker, uh, Spider-Man. That being said, I do take your point that Andrew Garfield, uh, in contrast to Tom Holland or a Tobey Maguire, has less of the Everman quality that than those other two actors. That's true. Have. Uh, that doesn't mean that he was. But he still did a good, great, and uh, not yeah, good yeah. job, great good job, job. Yeah, yeah. in his role. Um, but the thing is, the character of Peter Parker slash Spider Man. Is just a more compelling I will, I will, thing I will, than I will a Captain also Marvel say is. The reason why I brought up Hal Jordan uh, as the the other example is as as like because we always have the Marvel DC discussion is I I think Hal Jordan is similar. I don't think Hal Jordan could carry his own movie uh, without the core and the rest of the lanterns. Possibly, yeah. Uh, I don't think Guy Gardner. Could but carry a movie on his own. Without the, the issue the is, does the character translate into film? I don't think so. TV and what they and what HBO is planning on doing, kind of like a true detective, but in space. Sure. Well, that's what um, I, 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 I mean, could work with that. But at like, the same time, it's not just him. As you said, he's going to be bouncing off of other characters. Um, I mean, weirdly, I think the only one who could carry on his own film is John Stewart. But I think a lot of that has less to do with the comic books. Has has more to do with the fact that we are all, we are all, or like collect. When I say we, I mean collect, not just us in this room, but collectively, a lot of people are a lot more familiar with John Stewart as Green Lantern from the Justice League cartoons and Justice League. And but that's a small minority. I mean, not, not is, that many people but, have but seen be, those also cartoons. Also, that being said, John Stewart as a character, uh, is better character i mean weirdly i don't know why but somehow like marine versus air force pilot better character i don't know why i don't know but the thing is i don't as a i don't think you could do a standalone green lantern film i don't think it's i I gotta agree with that i i I agree that i i love the i love the jeff johns run 
But that's because of the world that was created, he, not because of the character himself. I think the character uh, uh, or a lot of the Green Lanterns are kind of weak individually, but they work together as a collective see, but, uh, unit. The reason why I bring up Green Lantern, and what, Green Lantern when we're talking about Captain Marvel is I think Captain Marvel is similar. Is you you said that Captain Marvel in in the Mar the thing that I think MCU Marvel made a mistake about Captain Marvel is trying to establish Captain Marvel as if she's Superman. She's not. She's Marvel's Green Lantern. That's actually the more accurate analogy. And yet, that's who Captain Marvel yeah, is. She's, she's Green Lantern of the Marvel universe, without not Superman. A rogues gallery, without. Yeah. Any compelling stories. She's that- a space cop, though. And that's the way they... Like, if they... I mean, everyone would go, well, that makes her Marvel's Green Lanterns. Like, yes, that's how you make that character work. Is she's a space cop. Like, it, and, and they kind of do that in the movies, but in the... And you kind of see that in Avengers. Like, but it's just like, yeah. She, no, she works way better as, like... Space cop. Granted, she doesn't work at all. In you, you got to You got to change my the opinion. So she's, not, she's not the space cop who's a dick. Because like, like I mean, of there, they, I, I just wish that they went other, other directions. Sure. With, you know, Which with a, I mean, the like, next lead post Robert what, Downey uh, Jr. Well, well, Chris Evans bu- because of, Captain of, Marvel Brie Larson is not it. A bunch of well, well, you know, if if it ends up not working. Really easy way to fix that in like two years. It's just what everyone every, every literally go on the internet, what scroll down the comments enough. It was just like, yeah, this character doesn't get interesting until Rogue steals her powers. Like, <laughs> that's all he really. No. It was just like, oh wait, yeah, wait a yeah. couple, wait a couple years, and, and, um, and just like, okay, but we don't like, know this character isn't working. Great, introduce Rogue, have her steal her powers. We we we'll <laughs> see what happens and how they introduce uh, the X Men. And but even now, like watching what they're doing with Marvel, I I'm kind of worried about yeah. the X Men. I mean, if they're so chicken shit with doing with pushing the envelope with a lot of their films. X-Men is all about heavy political shit. Things that only Ryan Coogler kind of address with Black yeah. Panther. Yeah. All of the other shit, they don't. And Mar and X-Men is all about politics. It's all about representation. Will Marvel have the backbone to push the writing and because if, 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 if X-Men is like Guardians or like haha like Ant-Man or their Avengers, I'm going to be fucking pissed yeah. because X-Men is not about it's, that. It's, and it's, only, it's serious. It's even the humorous stuff because I, I have a Marvel Unlimited, uh, a Marvel Unlimited subscription. Uh, so I, I am now reading all of – because what they're now calling the, the Krakoa era – which is, if you don't know about X Men, they recently like they've made their own. They've made their own nation. They have their own nation. Kind of like Wakanda. Only mutants. Is, it's like they're and it and they're like so they have done as when you're talking about like inclusion, like going in on all. They have done so. One of the things that they that they establish, and this is a lot of Jonathan Hickman set up so much of this when he started like the whole Krakoa 
uh, is just like he, he set up some batshit crazy stuff that I won't get into. But some of it was like, okay, mutants now have their own nation. They've decided, like, basically the whole like Magneto Xavier divide doesn't exist anymore. They're working together because they're more. Mor- Taggart turned out to be a mutant, and her mutant power is like resurrection. Is that, she, and she discovered it by dying. Like wow. she dies, and then she's reborn, and every time she's reborn, it's a it's a new she's timeline. She's like a human retcon rec- or something yeah, like yeah. that. She's like she a, dies, she's like a resets mutant, everything. She's a mutant retcon, meaning like every time she dies, she's reborn. She retains the memories in utero from utero from her previous life, and like she's like a bunch of. But when she's reborn, she's in a new timeline. It creates a new timeline. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. That's like her wow. Mutant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in each new timeline, she tries to learn from her mistakes to direct the mutants to avoid those mistakes. And how Krakoa, yeah. the that whole era starts is she basically decides, and she's in a couple at a timeline. She meets Professor Xavier. They have a relationship. In this one, like the Krakoa era, she just goes, "I'm going to." She's like. He go. She goes. You lose. Re- yeah, you lose all the time. You're wrong. Mutants are always Every going to lose. They're, they're going to die. Ex- get exterminated by either humans or sentinels, mach- sentient machines, Phalanx or whatever. Whatever. And it was just like, here's how you make the. It's just like you think I'm lying. Read my mind. You can see all of my previous timelines. That's and cool. she's like the only. And it goes. She and ends Xavier up being- is different. And so instead of Xavier becoming the Martin Luther King idealistic character he's dark which he never was in the first place by the way <laughs> he's put i mean compared to that uh the, magneto yeah, that was compared the, to the, magneto yeah that was the old dichotomy is that is that professor xavier is martin luther king magneto is is malcolm x yeah if you actually what a lot of the writers in later years started to realize was like if you actually look at what xavier has done and the fact that he's a telepath he's actually yeah, but those aren't good. But those X-Men aren't universe. But like, those aren't kind of good. Monster. Or the best X Men stories. Some of them are. <sighs> they, I mean, here's what I'll say: they've become great stories because they're like. So one of the ca- this is a huge sideline, but I just need to talk about it because the fucking recent X. When we're talking about it, like they've just when they started their own nation, basically they just went like they meet with like members of the UN and they they're like all the humans are like and they were like no 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 we have we can create medicines that'll save that you need like, that yeah, you need yeah uh the humans don't find out about the the resurrection thing they can actually resurrect like when they die they no uh, one they dies keep, anymore they, yeah no no, no, no mutants, mutants can no mutants die, die cuz if you kill them they can be resurrected with all their memories yeah they keep uh Telepathic, like, is this through a new technology? Or? Yeah, well, there's through a, a, five a, 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 gr- a group of mutants called the Five, and also they, uh, Professor X, uh, through Cerebro, creeps, uh, keeps backups of everyone's consciousness, and so they create a new body. They uh, insert the, the most new recent conscious. version of the consciousness. It's the great. latest backup yeah, into their crazy. body. So, yeah, they just like they they just. Inst- Keep the keep the software and just exactly. it's exactly like so. What they did with the X Men is they've changed the status quo. Instead of having them become victims, 
they've now asserted agency and they told the world, "Fuck you, we're no longer going to be serving. Like, so, we're so, not. We're, right. we're not allowing you." To push us around, so, we will establish our so, our so, nation. So. Their power in groups, in numbers. So even bad guys like Apocalypse, they're working together so with the X Men within the there's rules. There's some crazy shit that like some of the, like the crossovers. So Krakoa is the island nation, which is a mutant, which is all mutants. And if you're a mutant, and they set up these gates, which Krakoa like they grow, and from those gates they can go anywhere in the world. Uh They've colonized Mars. They've claimed the mutants have now claimed Mars, and humans have claimed another part of Mars as like a, 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 a organization of humans have claimed another part of Mars. But the mutants have now claimed Mars. Uh, they have claimed part of like the other world, which is like the fantasy another dimension, the other magical dimension. Yeah. There was like a whole thing with like apocalypse and magic and a whole other. But like all that aside. Because there's, it's all crazy shit, and it all works because there's a bunch of stuff that orig- If you go back and you read like those original like Hickman, X Men, like he just, because he's like a sci-fi, he's the dude is like a genius. Like he took all this crazy shit of like the X Men's like timeline, all that crazy shit from like the seventies, the eighties, the nineties, and he was like, we're not gonna dismiss any of it. He's just like here's where here's here's exactly yeah you don't want to dismiss it but you know you you want to make it you want to make their existence more relevant. So so what 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 he did was he somehow, and some of it was just like in a lot of the early X Men books and some of the later ones what they did what it's literally charts it's like instead of like comic books it's like here's a chart. (laughs) There's a lot of backstory to it. Breaking down of like where everything is it's at but he made it all make sense and since then so many things but to get to the larger point about like inclusion and all that stuff that is still paramount and once again the world is even more intimidated so because they have they've bound it together and are challenging the status quo of human things that they've a bunch of the things that they've done is now that they have their own nation, their own planet, essentially, is and a lot of the. I mean, there's the big adventure, like comic book, you know, all that stuff. But a lot of the things that they address is is like, okay, we're mutants. Our whole thing is like not being accepted, and so they now are like, we also don't have to, since we're our own people now. There's a whole book called Legion of X. Uh, which is all about Nightcrawler being like, okay, we have a new nation, we have a new this. You know, if you know anything about Nightcrawler, he's got this whole religion, and he's just like, we need a new religion. We need a new way to address faith. And he creates a whole thing with David Haller, who's like Professor X's son, and like they create an entire like world through David Haller that is just psychic, where people can like deal with their trauma. It's, it's like, a, so they, they've, Basically, the whole premise when it, what I was talking about, like inclusion and all that stuff, it was just like we have a new nation. We don't have to live by the rules of humans anymore. What does that mean? It was just like, well, we don't have to accept or like things about faith, things about gender, things about sexual orientation. We we've now created our own world. 
we can do anything we want with that. So why are we so there's like a bunch of the new like there's trans mutants. There's like they address all of that. There's like the X Men world different, different faiths, and it's just like it's still the interesting world in Marvel. Yeah. Because it is, it, you, it is the only you see Marvel a little bit about yourself, right now. and <laughs> Marvel can't fuck that up. Yeah, Marvel can't fuck that up because, as a person of color, I gravitated towards X Men because of the not so subtle messages sure. that they're going into. A lot of people who grew up watching the X Men or reading X Men love that about those books. That's why Marvel killed it. And always kicked ass com- compared to DC because of those characters. So Marvel, because they're owned by Disney, I'm very worried that they are not yeah. going to do these characters. It, it I mean, poses. it works with Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four is very Disney, very family and it friendly. Works at, and they're doing. It, I mean, X Men is edgy. Technically, you can't fuck that technically, up. Technically, Disney owns the comic books too, but like, they've done such. Like I said, I mean, I'm also reading the. There's some other because there are certain writers who are writing for Marvel now. It's just like I will, I will follow them. Whatever. Like Al Ewing is the guy who wrote Immortal Hulk. He's I wouldn't normally read a comic book that's focused on Venom, but Al Ewing started writing a Venom series in 2022, and now I'm reading the Venom series because it's like, this dude just knows what he's doing when it comes to, like, weird horror, alien, whatever shit. Uh, And yeah, all of the X-Books are in my queue because they're just... With very few exceptions, they're all... They're all doing something interesting. There is even... uh, There's a creator called Peach Mamako who is doing, like, a Japanese... It's almost like... It's X-Men, but filtered through, like, uh, traditional Japanese folklore. So it's all the X-Men characters and a few, like, other Marvel characters like Black Widow and the Hulk and and Thor, but filtered through, like, Japanese folklore. And it's amazing. (laughs) But it's mostly X-Men. It's like, yeah, all the... the, In the comic books, all the really interesting shit is being done with the X-Men. Which is why... (laughs) I mean, aside from Spider-Man, you yeah. know, Marvel is pretty much X-Men and Spider-Man. Those yeah. are, I mean, from my, and, and to a lesser extent, Wolverine back in the 90s. So it was X-Men, Spider-Man, yeah, Wolverine, Wolverine was, Wolverine had his X-Men, day. Um, but it's just like, their other characters, yeah, they're good, but they're not what you know, pays the bills when well, it comes also, to Marvel. Also, and these characters, with the fra- the flaws with the MCU is because these are not the money characters. We have, yeah. aside from Spider Man and the Avengers, these are not the that, real that means, money that means characters. That I'm I'm super excited about the, the next Spider Man, the next Spider Verse. Have you seen the Spider Verse? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, it looks that's like it's gonna, gonna be, be very busy visually. I'm liking. Well, that's the movie. The first yeah. one has always been busy, but. Uh, Jonathan Isaacs as Miguel O'Hara, Spider-Man 2099. Yeah. He's looking like a really good villain. And, and I will he's say looking, that like, I'm, I'm liking as that. much as I like in the comic books, I had a mix. I had mixed feelings about like the Spider-Verse. Some of those alternate universe from from like it. Some of them got their own little like side. Like Gwen got you know Spider-Gwen got her own like a little series. 
and a couple of those others got their own miniseries. Because some of them are just so cool. If no, if for no other reason than like their design, like the fucking like punk rock with like the spikes, fucking Spider Man is fucking awesome. <laughs> like just some of those design, like for designs alone. Like some of them were just like, this is just too cool of a design. Can we just do more with this character? And they did that in the comic books. I and they can do that with Spider Verse. Uh, before we get to other Marvel and other stuff, I, as far as the X Men, I will also say that in the comic book universe, Wolverine, Logan. I will say Wolverine because there's there's a different Wolverine now. Laura Laura Kinney is now Wolverine, and she's also awesome. It's uh the the little if you've seen Logan it's the little girl but she's like all grown up now she's now Wolverine and Wait, she's in the modern run there too there's two technically speaking Wolverine not Logan. the new all new Marvel this is like the new new Krakoa world yes. of X Men yes. there's two Wolverines there's two Wolverines although technically X twenty three and Logan. Technically, Laura Kinney, because she's no longer going by X twenty three. But yeah, but uh, Wolverine, Wolverine so has Wolverine has now he he's mostly going by Logan now. He kind of like there's a whole thing in the comic books where he kind of like like it, it's actually kind of touching and everything like passes the mantle to her, and he's just like you're I'm gonna be Logan from now on. You're gonna be Wolverine. Uh, and, and, and a lot of that just becomes, became like over time, like, however, you might have mixed feelings about that, but if you actually read the progression of how X-23, like, she's not X-23 anymore, she's, goes by Laura Kinney, like her actual name, and then when Logan, like, passes the mantle onto her, you're like, okay, this is, I'm fine with, you actually, it's one of those things like you hear about it and then you actually read like the progression of that and you're like, oh, this is actually awesome. Uh, Yeah, she's now Wolverine. He's just Logan, although I think people still call him Wolverine. Uh, Yeah. uh, But, um. uh, But I I brought that up just to say uh, Wolverine is still Wolverine, but the person who is now Wolverine except he's so much worse as like he's Bacon? a he's a monster no Hank McCoy no that's Dark Beast no 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 wait wait the most the... recent version of Hank McCoy in the comic books is a fucking monster he's a fucking so he turned into a Dark Beast he's not well, he's because not that even Dark Beast, he's worse. He has got like just progressively like, and again, mad like, scientists, very much sinister. Like started, it started the the current version of Beast where he is now started with him uh, when Wolverine and Cyclops had their split. Yeah, uh, he brings the it was the whole that was him that brings the original X Men from the sixties back into modern times. And it starts there with him kind of deteriorating. And then he, he's like the head of X-Force in the Krakoa era. X-Force are kind of like the black ops team. Yeah, yeah. Of, which is pre-Krakoa, but like it, it's not run by Beast until the Krakoa. Or, and as he, oh, so it's Logan. He's not running it. It's Beast. No, it's Beast. And it's got, I won't 
if you're ever going to read them, I won't spoil it, but he's essentially like through like the resurrection protocols now has like his own private version of Logan that like he keeps like well, he keeps like his own version was like everyone keeps going like where's Logan and, and Beast keeps going he's on a private mission and really what he's done is he's kept cloned a, he's kept a feral when he was resurrected he, he's kept a feral version of, hmm. over, of Logan that he can set out on missions that he to just kill people who he thinks are a threat and like I mean in Marvel? the most recent comic books, he's been like the rest of the, the team of like X Force have like brought it. The the most recent this and by most recent because I read X Men Unlimited, it's actually like a year older. They brought him in to like put him on trial because he's yeah he's become like a fucking um, yeah I he's mean an, <laughs> the point is such an ass Marvel. I mean it's <laughs> it's just the X Men franchise in the comics have had a down period recently, but Hickman resurrected it made it relevant nowadays and now it's back to the status quo where x-men is like the top shit in marvel right now obviously spider-man is going to be there um but it's it's always going to be x-men and spider-man and going back before we move on to the next conversation it's just like you know the problems with these phases it's just like these characters i don't care about them yeah I re- it's nothing we can do to them aside from finding a way to expedite <laughs> shuffling them along so and, we can get the to funny, the good and the fu- shit. And the funny thing is is there are the as far as like the not marquee characters they have to wait they have to wait or they fumbled a little bit in bringing them back too. Because they're gonna they're gonna bring back one of I mean they're gonna bring back my favorite character and I'm super excited slash super worried about it, uh, but like they're they're all those characters and some of those characters like I said I actually think are great I just think that they've been handled badly, uh, um. I I love it. DC characters as well, uh, as a tangent like the Blue Beetle, uh. Uh, preview. Was I'm fine. curious. We'll see. I'm curious. I I will say I I love. I was never a big fan of either Cord or Jamie Reyes Blue Beetle, I, but I am it looks more, fun. I am more of a fan of Ted Cord, but that mostly that ninety percent has to do with the run that was Ted Cord and Ted Cord Blue Blue Beetle, the Justice League that was written by Kevin McGuire. Uh, no, Kevin McGuire was the artist. It was. Uh, Matea, J.M., whatever. Uh, that The team that was Guy Gardner and Batman oh, and Superman. Okay. And uh, the Blue Beetle that isn't Jamie Reyes. And, uh, oh, God. Booster Gold. A lot of that is the interaction, interaction between the two of them. Ted Cord and... and this and is where... I mean... I'm 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 curious to see how that movie yeah. will go, but this is where DC has Warner <laughs> Brothers have been guilty of what Marvel is now doing, parading characters that are. I mean, we as nerds may care about them, but they don't have broad appeal. Jamie Reyes. They don't. So Jamie Reyes is. It's your like, only can build a like 
a fan of him if, if like you're a fan of Young Justice. But no one's. It, to be honest, yeah. Yeah. only ten people saw. It, yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, and two of those people are in this room. Exactly. Um, but the thing is, this is another situation where great character in the books. Should you make a movie out of this should when you don't even establish yeah. when you have not established the world yet? So this is where I mean, it'll be like Shazam. No one's gonna care about it because one, the character's weak. I mean, I like the first movie, but like Captain Marvel, weak Did character. The, the Why would you make a movie out of this character? He just it's and to be honest, once um. Gun takes over and actually does his phase yeah. for Warner Brothers. All of these movies won't mean shit. Sure, they're not going to mean shit. There's no guarantee that there's gonna they're going to introduce a Blue Beetle in the next phase of I w- DC. I will say they probably won't. I, I, here's the interesting thing: is Blue Beetle, Jamie Ray's Blue Beetle, Suicide Squad is a similar thing where it's just like. It's like a C, maybe even D-list character, or it's just like, it could be fun. I don't know why they're doing the solo movie, I w- but I will say it because is. Because the p- powers that be that ran Warner Brothers, I, but I, but they I, did it before they're I, trying I to. I will also say that they, uh, with, uh, in contrast with the Flash film, I think the Blue Beetle, Blue Beetle film is depending on how much they're putting into it, invested in it, it is... It was a direct-to-HBO Max that they decided to put in the theaters. So it's a reverse bad girl. I, this, I, I they, think it's a they, lower it risk was not thing. Intended, it's a thing. It, it was not intended to be in the theaters, but they figured, let's get some money out of it because they were not going to make money if it was just going to sit in the HBO Max and streaming only. And... Apparently, Batgirl is that bad that they could not afford to let it out because it would damage the brand that much. We'll never know whether Um, it was that bad or not. Uh, Yeah, look, look, I don't know whether I will see it in a theater. I'm curious just because that cast. James Gunn knew, and he did not disagree. So, if. And he ran, and he has complete control, and even he agreed. With the powers that be, that the movie should not be out. So and oh, trust bat, me, bat, bat, bad girl, bad girl, not not Blue Beetle. Okay, no, I was no, like, yeah. So, so they figure that they could recoup something. So let you know, make some money because Warner Brothers have lost a lot of money. Shazam, yeah, <laughs> that was a fucking bomb God, in the box office. Did you watch the new one? I want to. I want. But the problem with that movie, and I could see it. Who the hell are the villains? One, the characters, meh. But yeah. I mean, no offense to Miller and, and Lucy Liu, they're not compelling. So I don't, I, I could understand why people were not excited to go spend money on this film. Did it already? Co- God, did it already come out? And I just didn't know. What? Shazam. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, fuck! I didn't even know. It's. I shows don't. What I fucking know. I uh, don't think that they crossed the hundred million mark. After all of these weeks. So, so it's underperforming way worse than Black Adam. So, so I will say, I will say two and things. And Black Adam, woo! And that was a sh- Black Adam had a problem because it was a shitty movie. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I will say two, I will say two things uh, about, about those two films. Again, making errors 
not just the studio, but in this case, I will say Dwayne Johnson as well. Uh, it, uh, making two errors is that the Shazam sequel, I'm sorry, fucking Dwayne Johnson. The Shazam sequel and the Black Adam movie should have been the same movie. Should have been the same movie. They should have been the same movie. It was the cost of doing business with The Rock. Yes. Rock wanted... Too much ego. R- and I love the dude, but too much ego. And, and he, you can see that by how and he hard pressed he to run yeah. Warner Brothers. He yeah. was pressing... Thank you. He was pr- seeing the power vacuum. He was pushing to be... He the guy he who runs. A little. He could. Fu- he thought he could flex with his star power. A little and, and he lost. And he learned. That he, yeah, and he and lost. He lost. Uh, and what we're learning. Oh, fr- rich. Uh, and what we're learning from the fact that I didn't even fucking know that. And I do want to see the Shazam sequel. I'm gonna see if, it. If for no I heard other, good things about it. If for no other it's reason, a good if movie. For no other reason that I fucking love Zachary Levy. Like. No, if people who saw it, they. That I heard that it was a good movie. Yeah. It's just the fact that it's weak. You know, it's not, it doesn't have broad appeal. So as a result, no one cared to watch it. And, and, and plus it has a stain of, um, unfortunately, the DCEU. No one gives a shit about yeah. it. And, 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 like I, and, and I will, like I said, I will say it again. Uh, if, if, you know, Dwayne Johnson could have sucked in his ego and they'd actually handled things right. The Shazam sequel, really, I mean, if you watch, there's a DC animated movie. Oh, that works. That, yeah, and it's short, too, isn't it? It's that, and it's and it's that, and it's not even a whole movie. It's that and, like, three other shorts in that, if I remember correctly. And it's just like, yeah, man, that's the movie. <laughs> Like you know what's hilarious is like I've actually been rewatching like the new Fifty Two, uh, like animated DC animated movies, yeah. with the exception of the like the two that they've included, they've somehow included in them, but they don't really count in, which is like Hush, and there was one other one that I I forget what it is, but you watch those and like you if you watch Justice League War the animated one, you're like, that's what Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Zach, Justice League, Zach, you know, Zach, that's what that movie should have been. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have the people who are in control of the live action yeah. directing it well. And yet, while Rock could have been a great cast, despite his shortcomings as an actor or playing Black Adam, um, he saw himself differently compared to everyone else and he just thought he his character was going to be on the same level as Superman which he is not you know on in the comic books he's not but Rock wanted Superman and Black Adam to lead the quote unquote next phase of Warner Brothers DC films and it just also, never panned also, out also just from like a- and he and he vetoed him cameoing in um in Shazam, and yeah. he, as a producer, did not want any of the Shazam characters in his film. Which is so stupid, because if for no other reason than, like I, 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 like I said, I like the rock, I like Dwayne Johnson, but but just like fucker, like, do you understand how fun it would have been to even have? 
the version of Black Adam that was in the Black Adam movie playing off the Zachary Levi Shazam, how much of a fucking fun fucking movie he that would have been. He that would have been a great movie. He needs movie. to be the marquee. <laughs> yeah. And the only time he's sharing a screen is with Superman. And that's what he thought. Him and Superman. And, and to that, I want to say, motherfucker. If he's going to play villain, villains to beat up Superman, that is all. You, you, share, you shared co-billing with Jason Statham. Like, and that's no knock against Jason Statham. That being said, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is a bigger star than fucking Jason Statham is. But, like, that was a co-bill in that movie. This is what happens when there is a power vacuum yeah. with Warner Brothers. So, as a result, anyone can come in and pitch their thing. And there was no unified vision, sure. which is what happened with Star Wars prior to we, Favreau we, we, and we, we, Filoni. We'll get to that. Um, but that this is what happens, and when you don't have a great unified vision, you get shitty things like what DC has been going through since Zack Snyder yeah, came on board, and what we're going to be talking about with Star Wars with yeah, yeah. the I, sequel I, I, trilogy. Look, look, no, we won't. We won't belabor the Zack Snyder thing. Um, <laughs> 